5: Um, it's been a few weeks, what with the World Cup and various other things going on. And sadly, we haven't got much good to talk about, but we're going to try and get it off our chests. So, uh, welcome aboard to our regular contributors, Randy and Amy Kate. And, uh, let's get going, shall we? So, um, who wants to start on the shit show that was Brighton? Any volunteers? Come i on to Randy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't really want
3: to go there, you know. Uh, <laughs> can we talk about something uh, nice? You know, I don't know what that is regarding LFC at the moment, but uh, I mean, it, it's abysmal, It's it's bad. It it's boring. It's it's slow it's it's negative it's it's what why are they not doing what they used to be ish at the moment because i don't recognize our team it is,
5: i agree it's a hard watch at the moment a really hard watch at the moment and i i do think you know in some respects you know the last the last four seasons particularly we've been probably utterly spoiled and yeah. maybe there was an inevitable drop off um but this seems like we've gone from a drop off to a chasm um <laughs> in a match in a matter of weeks um and it's it, yeah it's it's really hard viewing at the moment because i don't know there seems to be a lot of a lot of players that are just out of form. Um, I don't think we can ignore the injuries, and I know we're not alone in that. Um, but yeah, it it's it's tough at the moment.
2: Yeah, but it's yeah. not even the injuries are there, but that it's not even like a valid excuse because there's plenty of players that aren't injured that I I just. We're not gelling. I mean, Tiago, for me right now, get him off the pitch. He's just, I think he's part of the problem. Instead Mm. of the solution.
3: And he was alone, but he's not. I mean, there's three guys in the midfield that doesn't work. And that means we haven't got a midfield.
2: Well, that, I think that's a big thing is our (laughs) midfield is just not working together. There's no communication. Um, you know it's just it's not working. I don't know how to fix it, but it's not working, and we need to figure it out and it's It's just we're we're getting destroyed in the midfield it's It's horrible,
3: and we can talk it, about injuries, but the trouble is midfielders are not injured at the moment, so that means these are the guys we've got that's supposed to be the best ones, and they don't work anymore,
5: yeah. Well, I I mean I I think so. I guess I guess it's sort of you know a, a year or so ago we were talking about the fact that you know we were really sorry to see Ginny Wijnaldum go, and um, but he kind of you know he went with our best wishes and we understood you know it was kind of maybe this was his last big contract going to PSG etc cetera, etc. Cetera. We've we've never replaced him and and you know he in and of himself is you know a unique player in terms of what he what he did for the club but we haven't found a way to replace what he did for us whether through one player two player three player um and i do think so i think it's a i think it's a combination of things um but but the midfield has been an issue for a little while Mm-hmm. And we know, that. and it seems to me that we, uh, you know, I, I fully accept, you know, Jürgen Klopp says you can't fix everything through the transfer market. No, get that. But when there are gaping holes that you can see, then, you know, if you don't have a replacement or you don't have the ability to fill those gaps within your squad, then surely you need to go out and try and buy somebody who can, who yeah. can do that. Um, yeah. And you know, you look you look at our, you know, you've got Henderson who's what, 32 or something. You've got Milner who's like 104 now. <laughs> oh, um, and, got, uh, and still got more grit than some of the guys that are only I 40. Don't. I know. I know. <laughs> but, but it, 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 you know, you mix that with, you know, Tiago who's who's sort of been injury prone since he's come to us. And when, you know, when he's on it, he's really on it. Mm. But but he's clearly not at the moment. Cater who, as you know, as far as I, said, I think Klopp's just lost faith in him because mm. I believe he's fit, but I don't, you know, he's not really playing. Um, you know, Curtis Jones, who's coming back from injury, but a very different player. And Fabinho, whose form has just dropped off a cliff. You know, he's probably at the bottom of that chasm which we talked about. Um, so, it's like they're uh, all playing in slow motion.
3: It's, it's what happened to our pressing game. I mean, nobody's pressing. I mean, we used to be at the top of these uh, stats. Now we're like either on 11th place or 7th, 16th place in running and pressing. and And then... You can't say that our identity is intensity because it, it's not actually shown at all on the pitch.
5: Maybe, yeah. maybe, it's, maybe it's Pep's fault. Maybe it, it's the book. You know. <laughs> 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 but that's actually quite
3: funny, you know, because when we say it now, we laugh, but people on Twitter actually actually believe it. It's oh, the book.
2: <laughs> we we can almost oh second on on the ridiculousness of of. People's opinions on Twitter, and they Absolutely. think because they're behind the keyboard, they can. Oh, before we even got on this, I was. Yeah. Oh, jeez. It's a shit show. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah,
5: just don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> it's laughable. Oh yeah. But I mean, <laughs> there, were, you know, there have been some, um, you know, some common common threads uh, o- over these games. So, so one is, you know, we're losing the midfield battle. But, but yeah. I, but part of that I think is also, you know, and I have been, you know, looking, you know, quite closely at what the manager's saying and, and various other things. And he's, you know, when he talks about that, you know, the chances that we're giving up, um, he's saying part of the, uh, you know, part of the issue is, you know, we, we are going into challenge for the ball, but there's the, you know, so there's two or three players potentially going in. He said, the issue is, he says, if you don't win that challenge, he says, all of a sudden it looks like there's nobody there because mm. you've got, you know, t- two or three players have gone in to win a ball that, that ultimately they didn't win. Um, which, you know, potentially comes back to your point, Randy, around, you know, the intensity and the pressing. And we probably were winning more of the balls. Um, you know, last, e- or, you know, se- seasons before and is is there was there an inevitability that that we were gonna have a drop off in form possibly um I guess it's that collective loss of intensity that that we mm. seem to be you know that I don't think anybody was anticipating to be honest um and then I think you know you add that on with the um you know the injuries and stuff um and you, you, you know, you start having a bit of a, a bit of a perfect storm, but you know, so, so the midfield is one. The other thing is, you know, we, we've always played with a high line, you know, and we accept that there is a, there's a risk attached to that defensively, but we, you know, we had the forward press and when you talk about the fact that, you know, the pressing starts from the forwards and it starts at the front. So, mm. so you, you know,
4: and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index.
5: Mane leaving has also had um, a big impact in our view, because I think people underestimated—well, not some people underestimated—the um, the you know how much of the press was potentially started by him. And I don't think that you know Nunez is not there yet. I think he'll get there, but mm. he's not there yet. Salah can't do it all by himself. Um, you know, and that was the other thing we had with Diaz and Jota and Diaz more to an extent than Jota, although Jota was much more selective in terms of his pressing. But, but those two have been massive misses. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then, like I said, it just compounds it. Then, you know, you play a high back line. You've got, you know, Trent hasn't been playing brilliantly. Virgil hasn't been playing brilliantly. Um, you know Robertson hasn't been playing brilliantly, and you, you add that to with a with a you know a midfield that's not that's not working with a, a front press that isn't you know hasn't got the level of intensity, and then add to that the fact that we we can't appear to hit a barn door with a banjo at the moment. <laughs> so, exactly. Um, oh dear. You know, I, 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 anybody's surprised at how shit
3: it's going. No, it, but it's just like you said, it's all happening at the same time and I think we've been quite good at replacing some people in the defence. I mean, look at konate he looked like a star playing World yeah. Cup. He comes back to Liverpool, he looks like is off the rails as him as well. I mean, he, he doesn't look like, like he could do anything. And I think it is because the whole team is just not connected. And we got loads of forwards. I mean, we bought forwards and forwards and forwards in the last five years. Except Thiago, we haven't bought any midfielders in five years. I mean, either you get them from your own youth teams. Mm-hmm. And I think we've got some brilliant guys coming up there. But then you have to trust them and play them. So he doesn't, I mean, I'm, I'm starting to question Klopp now because he's he's always been brilliant since he's made this, you know, he made this new team coming up and he was always a, a, a work in progress, and then we got there and we won everything. And now he has to do it again, and it's like he can't separate uh, his sort of the love of all the old plays that made everything happen. It's like he can't say goodbye to them in a way, and he's he's too sentimental and too human, which is normally something I really value, but right now I want to see him going. So this youth player is actually better than Hendo at the moment. Let's replace him then. Let's just do that then. Let's just trust the young players. Like he trusted trend, for instance. So yeah. who is he trusting now then? I don't know. Doke and Budgetich get moments, but I mean, Budgetich, I'd rather play him than, uh, Hendo or, um, uh, Fabinho at the moment, you know. At least it's great and, and pays and tackles, you know. You see what happens when dope plays. I mean, it's all happening. I mean, it's, at least it's energy there. But it's like you trusts them a couple of minutes, but not more. And that means it's it's not a real uh, moving on. But maybe it's just me being too impatient, pa- you know, as normal.
2: Well, I, I have a question that I, I kind of wanted to actually Um when we've had ox playing and i know he's an older player and he's going to be leaving most likely and he's mm-hmm. always injured but he's not right now and when he is playing he's doing good i'm wondering why we're not using him especially with this the current situation more and why and maybe i've missed it because i thought jones is back from injury why aren't we using jones more cuz i think that he's has a lot to offer but they keep putting in he keeps putting in Cada and you know, I I just don't understand it. Again, I'm not a manager, and so there's things that <laughs> I'm not going to pretend to be I-know-all because I don't.
3: Well, if he, if it was three years ago, Ox would be the answer. But we have, Ox has actually played uh, some minutes the last three games. And if you saw his header in the Brighton game, I mean, uh, I'm sorry to say so, but it, that was not good enough. So I'd I'll, I'll rather have a young guy in there than that could be better. But at the moment, it doesn't look like Ox is doing anything. And Jones, let's face it, he hasn't played and he hasn't had the uh, trainings either to be at the level that he should at the moment. So I think we just have to be patient with
5: him. Yeah. Oh, I, I think that, um, you know, Curtis Jones was, was on the bench, I believe. Um, he was, he was, but he didn't
2: get any playtime.
5: He's, he's just, you know, he's not long come back into training. So, you know, maybe, you know, I, I'm sure that, that Clock will, you know, we'll start to see him over the, over the coming weeks. I mean, to be fair, you know, Oxley chamberlain was the one who brought us back into the game against um, Brentford um, mm-hmm. before, you know, and and it, this is the frustrating thing, you know, if you look at the way we, we started against Brentford, we had good chances that we, you know, could and should and in normal circumstances probably would have put away before um, yeah. Brentford even scored and that's that's part of the the issue is, is our, you know, our, I've no idea what the percentages are, right? But, but I, I would imagine our goal conversion uh, percentage has has also dropped into that chasm, which is getting very full now. I would imagine we've.
3: I've yeah. uh, got cool. some stats for you. Good. Oh, okay. Since the World Cup, we've um, scored seven goals, and conceded thirteen
5: yeah you see that's that's not that's not us yeah (laughs) not that's not the liverpool that we know we we understand um and we've seen over the last you know six years um and like i said you know ultimately we you know we win as a team we lose as a team so it's it's collective failure we're we're just sort of struggling to understand how everything sort of seems to have coalesced at the same time Mm -hmm. Um, because that, you know, I had a hope certainly that, you know, we'd get a bit of a reset after the world cup and we were having these sort of training camps in Dubai. And, you know, we would, uh, you know, we'd kind of come out of the blocks, you know, as far as fresh as possible um as we could um to to you know and and sort of you know kickstart our our season again mm. um and it, we we appear to have gone into reverse it's yeah. like we've reversed the bus into the chasm
3: it's <laughs> so weird isn't it because we we had this look into the uh, training camp and it looked like they were working on pressing and that one game against was it Milan or something mm. it, it it looked like they were doing it. It looked like they were really back to sort of the pressing way, and it was looking so good, so I completely don't understand what but happened. It's like we lost all confidence in the they, league,
5: yeah, how many of the players in that game against Milan have, have we actually got on the pitch?
3: Well, there was a lot of youth. Playing there wasn't it, Badruttich and Carvalho, and you know uh, some other guys as well. And they look quite good. And then when mm. we come back to Premier League, it's not they're not playing, and the old guys play, and it, it it just doesn't look the same.
5: No, I I think you know one of the things that um you know which I would say came slightly out of the blue was the fact that we find Gakpo. Yeah,
3: instead of a midfielder.
5: um, Well, (laughs) he's what he is is really flexible, so he can play almost anywhere across the front, and I think he can also play as an attacking midfielder.
3: He could play as a ten, but we don't use a ten, so that's where the confusion is.
5: Maybe, maybe this is part of what Klopp thinks is the next evolution of the side. I, you know, I don't Mm, know. I'm mm. in his head, but. Um, you know, we, we have, you know, we work, we work through it at the moment. So, um, you know, we've got, you know, we've got no Jotter. we've got no Diaz, we've got no Firmino, um, we've got, um, Virgil out, we, we've just got Curtis on his, on his way back, um, we've got.
1: Hello.
5: You know, I don't, I'm. I'm trying to think actually, because at, at one point we had so many players injured. Mm. I was, um, you know, I I just I didn't know what you know how we were going to get a, a you know a team pull together. But um, it, it we appear to just have the long term ones now. Um, I I think I'm trying to do this from from memory. Um, so those, I, I do think going back to my earlier point that, that missing some of those players up front has really impacted the, the press from the front. But our biggest thing, I believe is, um, is the midfield. Um, and I'm really, um, you know, I, I think we have to find a way to, to resolve that. And j- here's a question for you too. Um Arthur Mello is he still with us? Does he exist?
2: That's that's a very good question. I was actually thinking about that maybe a week or two ago because I <coughs> saw something and I believe we're sending him back. Um but it was just like wasted money. He got injured and then that was that like moment he got here and he he's technically still with us we haven't released him yet but i know that we weren't planning on keeping him and did he even play no did he actually have any playing time at all He played
3: for the under 21st or something he, he because he got injured and then he was trying to get back so he's played for the youth team and then he's been injured again and now apparently he's getting ready and the thing is the club doesn't trust him at all it it looks like, so he's going to go back, but we still got him this spring, and looking at the team the other day, I thought, why not chuck him in you know who knows
5: well, you thought sort of, you start getting to the point where you think, well how you know how much further you know could it be yeah, so how I know. Much, how much how much <laughs> worse could it be in terms of some of the 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 performances we've we've already seen. I mean, at, at this stage, we're kind of doing our our Wolves Brighton double header. Yeah, so we've got, we've got Wolves, <laughs> Wolves again in the in the replay, um, and then um, and then we we've got yeah, sorry, we sandwiched those in between Chelsea sandwiched in between them. Oh. But you know, Chelsea have you know not in the and great Chelsea league. won today. They managed to squeeze out a win today. Yeah,
3: yeah. And, and they the, bought another player. Yes. Can I just give you another one, another picture that is really, really interesting? Mm. Uh, Chelsea just spent 468, uh, not pounds, but, uh, million the last six months. And Liverpool has, has spent 500 the last 10 windows. How is that possible? I mean, what are we we, are we playing in the bad. same league? Are we doing the same sport? I don't know what's going on. <clears> throat>
2: um, throat> wow. That's all I can say is wow.
3: No, no. And and we know that. I mean, how bad has Chelsea looked lately? It doesn't... You don't solve in everything by buying random players for loads of money. I well, mean, but then again, confident. could you just... play? You know, one guy, that works. I mean, that would help uh, instead of 15 like Chelsea have done. But now suddenly they, they actually won the match though. So who did there they you go?
2: Play? Forgot.
3: They played uh, Crystal Palace. Oh, okay. and they okay. scrapped through a 1-0. So good for them. Well, So they're just at the same
2: points as us, I think,
3: uh, at the 10th or 9th in the league. So it's going to yeah. be.
2: There's, here's a stat for you, um, and I believe they said it yesterday, that we've conceded 21 goals, and we only to, and the whole season last year was a total of 24.
3: Well, there you go. Hmm. We're doing well, opposite football this year. Yeah,
5: <laughs> that, that probably tells you as much as you need to know as any other stat. And the <laughs> is without without Alison that would be even worse.
3: Yeah, that, although he started to give away girls as well. That's really
5: funny. Oh, well, uh, I get but he's he's probably saved us as many, if he not has. more. If it wasn't uh,
3: for yeah.
5: him. Oh, it gosh. is one of those, it, it it's a it's a really strange thing. It feels like we're in a yeah, we're 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 running in a parallel universe where yeah. Suddenly, it feels like it's 2004 or something, yeah. and after United are at the top of the table, yes.
3: Um, and they're doing
5: very Wow,
3: well, I don't even want to go there, and also the fact that I mean, finally, City is not at their best, yes. If this of was course. last year, we would beat them big time, but of course, when they do that, we even more crap,
5: <laughs> yeah. I know. I know, could you please? last three seasons like we've lost we've lost yeah. titles with you know 98 97 points and yeah. and this year right this season of all fucking seasons all of a sudden they're they're mediocre and we've got we've got we've just like i said <laughs> you work? Work? <laughs> yeah I, you know you didn't think we could be that much worse but apparently we are yeah. and i wonder if this is a bit like the if we're having a version of clops like last season with Dortmund Mm -hmm. not that but I think we're anywhere near relegation trouble but you know we're just having we're just you know everything that can go wrong will go wrong yeah um for for a period of time and I I don't know it it's just it's really frustrating pardon me frustrating because there are things that we think we can see that we think are not simple fixes but you know clear gaps in the squad where, you know, we don't appear to be, you know, filling it or currently have visibility of what pla- what the plan is mm. to to you know to fill the gaps, particularly in terms of starting to refresh the midfield. Um I think I don't think the World Cup has helped, you know, if I look at uh, Canate for instance I mean I know he's only young But but you know he literally Played every, uh, Well not every game he could play in the World Cup But he played up until The final of the World Cup um, mm. He was in the squad He didn't come back um, I worry about Bobby Firmino He appears to be getting ever more um, Religious
3: Oh I very much it, so
5: I don't mean that in a a derogatory sense, but, but, you know, every picture you see of him on, on any social media is him either, you know, praying or quoting the Bible or. Or doing
3: a speech somewhere.
5: Being at a pulpit or, or something. And you know what? If, if that, you know, if if that's where he gets faith and comfort, you know, fair play to him. But I just, you know, I worry. The, that's you know his focus instead of football. Yeah, yeah. the yeah where where his focus is yeah. getting but,
2: distracted by it is the question, and only that, he can answer that obviously. But
5: yeah, because obviously he's not he's not available either at the moment. So. No, exactly. No, but but I you know that I I just have a I have a little worry at the back of my head about whether that becomes a, like you say becomes a distraction um but I
3: think isn't he though I mean it's been talk about him going to Saudi Arabia or something or or going away somewhere and he he is in contract talks at the at the moment and he hasn't really said yay or nay or whatever but I my feeling is he's on his this is his last months right. for this and I thought also that the, the buy of Gakpo was like because he could play in a false nine. he could do so maybe he's on his way in and supposed to be taught by uh, Bobby before he goes and that's his last array. And I I don't mind that, you know, because I mm. love Bobby so much. I mean, as a player, I thought yeah. he's been brilliant to us and he's he's a artistry, he's he's weird, yeah. you know. But since he's become more and more religious and more more energy put into that and more and more injured, I thought you know we just have to find the next one and maybe that's Gakpo. He's not an artist like Bobby was or is, but but at no. least he's got that. He can play from the cross, you know, and he could do, he could also do the midfield bits that Bobby's done because I think we don't really appreciate how much he's done. He's been doing so much mm-hmm. defensive and midfield work yeah. and I think we can see that now when he's not around and not the rest of it works, you know.
2: He was kind of like the glue and he was, he was, Yeah. you would see, you know what, there was a quote that somebody had said, I do not remember where I heard it, but if you look, if you're looking around for Bobby, you don't really see him, but if you're looking through Bobby's eyes, you can see all of what he's created and, and, and what is happened. So he's a key player. He might not stand out. Um, as in like, Oh, look at him. He's quietly doing all these things and people don't notice him because he's doing it behind the scenes in a way because he's doing all the passes. he's where he needs to be. And with him not there right now, um, Mm. we're hurting. And, you know, let alone when he is scoring and, 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 you know, doing all his artistry—that's a whole other thing. But he's quietly doing a lot of things in the background that, he, or he was, and he's not there now. And I think we're missing that. We're missing, we're missing his his skill and and what he provided.
5: Hmm. No, I, I don't. I don't disagree. I think I think there are there are some things that are it's a sort of similar thing between him and Winelawm. Mm. Um it, yeah. in terms of the stuff that they did that maybe sometimes some people didn't notice. Yeah. Um and and you know, we we missed you know we missed that, like I said, you know, right at the start. We haven't we haven't replaced Ginny and, and there's different ways that you can do it, but we haven't successfully done it yet. Mm. Um and, but, but yeah, in terms of Bobby, absolutely, he is, um, he's been the linchpin. I mean, he was here before Clock was. Yeah. So, you know, he's been here, um, and, and what he's brought to the team. And I will be, you know, I will be devastated when he goes because mm. no, nobody does madness like Bobby does madness. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His exactly. with and his, oh, his, yeah. You know, he's just you know his back healing and his no look goals and his just you know passing.
2: take a watch.
5: He's just he's a joy. He's an absolute joy. And you know, if he decides to go to Saudi Arabia, um, you know, maybe maybe he wants to link up with Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh
3: no, I can't <laughs> imagine those two. They're not the same.
2: Uh, well, you know what? I wonder. It, it could go two ways because we talked about his religion. Is he wanting to spread the word there yeah. or not go because it's not there where he can yeah, ultimately practice? It could go one way or the other. And I, I mean, I'm literally, you
3: know. I can't man. see him there, to be honest. I, I can't I'd rather either.
2: see him back in
3: Brazil or, or going to Milan or something, you know. Where he can I practice. can't imagine him being in Saudi Arabia. No. <clears throat> no. It's I, very, can I just say a comment because about the fact that you we are talking about both Bobby and Jeannie now and it's mm-hmm. those two guys that does the work that you actually don't really see and maybe not appreciate too much. Because remember when Jeannie played uh, Bobby's role in the uh, 4-0 against the Barcelona, mm-hmm. afterwards, apparently Jeannie said, oh my God, if this is what you do, Bobby... I'm amazed because he tried to do his part, and yeah. he and he actually did it very well. Must have been, so, you know, but at the same time he he was like, wow, what are you doing? You're playing a from a front three, and you're playing midfield, and you're doing yeah. all these ins and outs, and you're stopping it, you 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 setting it, you you know. He was just going, wow! But he managed so well, didn't he, Jimmy, in that mm-hmm. match? But he was apparently afterwards going. What a part to play, and that's yeah. it, isn't it? These two guys have po- probably carried the team so much more than we knew until now. When they're not there,
2: yeah. Well, isn't that what happens? Is you don't realize until it's gone.
5: Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> Absolutely, and and like I said, we are, you know, probably you know at the start, um, or in the early stages of the the next iteration of what this team will become yeah. um and clearly we you know there are going to be a few teething problems along the way um yeah. as, as as you know Klopp's trying to work out um what the hell's going on um and what you know what he's trying to do and how he you know how how he evolves that team I mean, one of the things that we haven't really touched on is, um, you know, all of the, the, the various rumors as well. And I know we, you know, sometimes we, we just ignore them because, you know, there's, there's no actual facts behind it, but the various different, you know, consortiums or names that have been uh, mentioned about people potentially, you know, holding their hands up to take a stake or, or potentially buy the club. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm.
5: Um, and, you know, there's, you know, various rumours around, you know, another Qatari investment fund. Yes. You know, potentially interested in, in us, um, and or Man United. And they, like I said, I don't know how much of this is paper talk, um, versus, you know, but whether there's actually serious interest and, in, and in how we would feel about that because I think I think we I would expect FSG to think really really carefully about who they would either want to get, get or who they would want to you know sell out to um, because I think it would have a I think it would make a big difference to clock to as we well mm. um, mm. or
3: and not just club I mean the fans as well I, I don't think liverpool is a normal club uh, that you can just buy <laughs> I think it is a, a much bigger concept it's a town it's a city it's people it's it's politics it, it's it's uh, a society yeah. in a completely different way than you know buying manchester city I must I mean I, this probably sounds weird but to me, it is a different thing. It's not just a, a purchase. It is something else. So I don't know. And, and as you said, I, I hope that that's what FSG thinks about when they're selling. On the other hand, if they are giving the money they feel they are, you know, should have, um, the people buying it, so, you know, we're going to, uh, respect this and that. We're gonna put money into the business. We're gonna continue your hard work. What can they do? They're probably gonna sell. Well,
5: well they, they were yeah. never gonna be long term, were they, Amy Kate? I mean, as in, as in, you know, but well, I don't know. You say what you think.
2: No, no, no. Say, say, say what you were gonna say again.
5: Well, all I was saying was, I, I when they thought into the club I don't think anybody anticipated they planned to be there forever I suppose is what I'm saying Hmm.
2: Well I don't think anybody plans to be there forever But and and this is just my opinion um, being an American and going through the hell that we had with the prior American um, owners it was scary because nobody wants, like we don't get credit um as Americans like we don't know football or whatever. So we're already, you know, we're already kind of digging ourselves out being American owners in the first place Mm -hmm. or no support or whatever. So we already have that reputation. And then um Hicks and Gillette really made that worse. So when there were talks of who was gonna take over and then FSG came up came up and ended up being the owners Yes. I actually was happy for two reasons, mm-hmm. I felt like, okay, this is our redemption to show that America does know what they're doing. And we do have, you know, they're not all like Hicks and Gillette. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I knew this particular group, because of what Boston Red Sox meant to the city of Boston, I figured yep. they would get what it meant for the city. of Like, it, it kind of, I don't want to say transfers over, but there's this parallel with it. No, they've made mistakes and they've done stupid things. And I don't think people get that, you know, because, again, American business is different. And but every time they have made big mistakes, I'm not going to, like, deny that they. have okay, they hold their hands up and they're like, all right, let's fix this. You know, they don't. they, They do try to listen. And then, of course, I mean, the Super League was the fact that they even got that, but they're using the business brain. I'm not justifying it, but they saw it, I think, in a different way. Because if you see the leaders, it was American owners. It was United. It was, it was Liverpool. It was, you know, it was because they don't always understand sometimes or they forget that, that it doesn't work the same way in America that it does in other, other parts. And now we have the board in the spirit of Shankly, so they don't have the same control um, they have to listen and the moment that something happens Spirit Shankly is right on it okay explain this you know so they do have people watching and and I really think that you know what they've done I mean we've got we've got a new main stand we've got Annie Road almost finished they've you know they've poured so much money into this and mm. and I think people forget that and all this FSG out like
3: well, what that's just they, stupid, though, isn't it? I mean,
2: oh, it's absolutely ridiculous. And the protest is, and, and, oh, we're going to have a protest this weekend. And it's, 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 it's a joke because it's, it's people that don't really, they, they're, they it's like, there's a British thing that you guys say all the time is they're, they we say throwing a tantrum, but you throw all your toys out of the brand. That's exactly yeah.
3: what
2: they It's like they're trying to blame our problems on the field. And the gelling of the team not going well and all, whatever's happening, it's not just because FSG isn't spending money. There's, It's so much bigger than that. They think, oh, we'll get new owners. Everything's going to be fine. And that's not the case. I really don't believe that. I think it's just so much bigger and it's just, it's yeah. frustrating.
3: It's really Absolutely. <laughs> I'd rather have FSG than and some Qatari or Saudi spending money thingy bob, because they're not interested in the culture. At least FSG have tried to, you know, be, I, I feel that they really, really wanted to be a part of the whole thing. And they wanted yeah. not to just do their own thing. They wanted to do Liverpool. And I'm so afraid of what's going to happen when they finally sell, because finally they're going to cash in. I mean, that's the thing. And and, and I, I don't think they're going to do it in the bad way. I mean, absolutely not. It's just that we don't know what's going to happen when they finally sell out.
2: Yeah. Well, they eventually will because it's, it's, yeah. it's everybody does. Eventually you can't be forever. But the thing is, it's like, be careful what you wish for, because mm-hmm. it's it's like yes, okay, nobody's perfect, but what they've brought is so, in my opinion, they've done so much good, and it's like I don't know. I mean, I I feel like it's it would it would really things would change, and not necessarily for the better. And it doesn't mean because we they get. You know this. Um, you know I'm just gonna say Middle Eastern owners because there's more than just you know Qatari or or oh. or whatever. But like it it's not this unlimited amount of money. It doesn't mean that they everybody thinks that that we just we don't spend money. We don't spend money. But I don't think they want us just to spend money to to spend it. They're more I guess um, cautious with their money. They're more frugal with their money. And I think fans want just want money. They, they mm, it, 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 I don't think they really get it. They just, we, of course, we want to win. We want to, we want, we want to win trophies. We want to be the best of the best. We want to, you know, go around saying, you know, nobody's better than us. But it takes time, and it doesn't, you know, it's just, it's hard. Like everybody's saying, oh, Drew Bellingham is the, is the answer. But is he? is he a great player absolutely but one player is not going to change things
5: it, there's so much more no you need you need the platform upon which Bellingham yeah. operates mm. and I, so like you say you know we, we we said many times with this you know I'm not FSG in any more than I'm FSG out i think they've been decent owners I think they've done some really good stuff I think they've done some absolutely appalling stuff but yeah. with men, I I think overall they've done a decent job you know they they've not put you know so the only the only thing I would slightly disagree with you on um Amy K is that they mm-hmm. haven't in loads of their own money they never have but that's not their model they yeah. um, you know they have given interest-free loans or they've done you know various various different things but in terms of the infrastructure the fact that we've remained at Anfield the fact that we've redeveloped the ground um you know like you say the Annie Road should be finished for the start of next season mm-hmm. um and uh you know in terms of some of the the community stuff that they've done the fact that that you know whether we think it's enough or not, that they, you know, re-engage with the supporters, um, you know, in a, in a different way. And, you know, that, you know, the, the, um, spirit of Shankly, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, at least they are engaging with the, you know, with supporters groups, um, that, you know, like I say, that, you know, they've made a lot of missteps as well, but they, you know, they're, they're, They said almost from the beginning it was about the club being self-sustaining and I think that they definitely bought into the fact that we had financial fair play and Mm. I believe, um, that part of them, you know, wanting to be involved in the, the, you know, this European Super League is because they don't believe that financial fair play is fit for purpose. They don't, but they don't believe it's actually being operated or being governed. Because if you look at what's happened with Man City, if you look with Chelsea, you look now, um, Newcastle and the Saudis and what have you. I mean, the, the stats you gave us earlier around, you know, Chelsea spent, I don't know, 400 million or whatever this year. I mean, how in God's name Mm -hmm. does that fit within financial fair play? We all know what's happened at Man City with their, you know, their amazing sponsorship deals that all yeah. just need them to to you know generate from um you know Qatar um, they own it and, themselves
3: you know and have,
5: a, and have a value that that has no bearing at all on on you know reality but hey you know we'll we'll just yeah we'll just sort of all you know pretend it's not happening and the same you know PSG and all the rest of it so I think that but, but their view was well if that's not gonna you know if you're not gonna you know run it on financial fair play rules which is what we thought everybody was doing then you know let us go and see how we can make more money out now i think you know european Super League is an absolutely terrible idea um and you know everybody protests about it but we have got that you know de facto by what they're doing with the champion league changes yeah the irony of it is that you know that the, you know UEFA stood there and we do oh, yeah we're protecting football are they fuck? <laughs> yeah um, you know and and that's what we've got now with with yeah. the you know with the changes to the Champions League and then you know you have a fucking idiot like Infantino oh. uh, at the, going on about you know I I feel Arab. I'm I feel gay. gay. I, oh my god. I am I am what I don't know, whatever else he was banging on about. I mean it was it was bizarre. It, you know, there's been some weird things that have happened in the sporting world this yeah. year. That's probably one of the one of the more odd um occurrence and you know, anyway. also a
2: what, he stunt, you know, like does he even believe that or he feels like that's what what you know I don't know.
5: It's just, He was we, making
3: we a, a point. Uh, he yeah. was sort of playing theatre at yeah. what everyone else was doing. And uh, it is just absolutely, oh, I can't don't get me started. I just hate the whole point of it. And as you said, I mean, the Champions League, like uh, PSG and the guys, uh, UFO whatever, they call themselves, that stood by and looked at the Super League saying, oh, this is so wrong. Yeah. What they did was turn around and do the same thing, just a little bit different. And then they say they protect football. They're only interested in their own interests and their own way of getting those money. And it is so sad. And... I'm, I'm Thinking about, I mean, that, and at the moment now, who's going to buy Liverpool and how it's all looking out, if you look at it from afar, the whole Premier League thing about with all the money in business, I'm just looking out for, so what team are we supposed to uh, start um, uh, to look out for? Um, am I going to go to Liverpool to watch Tranmere in the future? Maybe. Maybe we should all meet up doing that in the future. <laughs> because... <laughs> This is just like looking mad at the moment. I'm sorry to be a bit negative, but you know, looking at it, if you manage to distance yourself for a moment, it just looks crazy. It's not about the things that they actually love, you know, the fan culture and, you know, um, the football itself. It, it's just so crazy. Mm.
5: Well, football, you know, ultimately this is the, the way it's going, you, you, inevitabil- there's an inevitability, I
0: think, that... I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> this is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with LibertyShield.com. Not only is my home internet now fully encrypted, but I can now access all the websites I want, whenever I want, and do so from absolutely anywhere. As a Liverpool fan...
5: It gets to a point where there's no more space for anybody to play any more games. I have mm. no idea how they think these additional hundred games or whatever they are in the in the Champions League are going to get fitted in. So you either have, um, you know, it, it, you you either you know dump a domestic competition anyway, there's different things you think, but ultimately the reason that people um, Watch football is because they want to see the best players. We are in effect going to be rinsing the best players because they they will they will be exhausted and I'll, and then the product in inverted commas becomes inferior. So then people stop watching because they go well why don't want to you know why do I want to watch this these these people are crap um yeah. and and you know we we don't even. You know, we don't even have a winter break in the UK, right? People go about tradition and whatever, fine. But they managed it in Scotland. They don't, you know. You still have your Christmas fixtures, and then you get a break in January. Hmm. And I know that they're, you know, they're they're trying, you know, trying the next season. But you know, there are things that should be put in place to, you know, protect the players because without the players, you don't have a game. And without the game, sponsors don't want to pay for it. So, you know, you carry on rinsing the same people and doing the same things. You, you will end up killing the golden goose. And, and Randy, to your point, yeah, it, you start to, you know, I will never stop loving Liverpool football club. And at this moment, I don't plan to stop watching them, but you can also see that there comes a point with. You know, all of the stuff we talked about before, you know, the, the ticket prices, the TV kickoff times, mm. the, you know, yeah. the lack of notice, the fact that, you know, particularly in the UK at the moment, we can't run a fucking rail service to <laughs> enable a club to get You know, the, the, it just become you know, the, the fact that the club make, making it more and more difficult for for you to be able to, Um, you know, get hold of tickets and do various other things, you know, under the guise of, you know, supporter safety and this, that and the other. Um, but we, you know, again, we also know that it it is all about, you know, they want to know who's, who's got the tickets and what have you. They're, they're taking away all of the flexibility that Mm we had as supporters, you know, and, and not giving us much back for it. Um, yeah. and that's, but, but again, you know, that's partly because, you know, ultimately they, they see a change of the guard in, in the mix of supporters and they want, you know, they want the next generation. They want the people who are potentially going to go into the club shop and spend a couple hundred quid and all the rest of it. Um, or going to go down to, you know, going to go to the cop bar and spend their money there. Um, and and that's and that's fine on one level, but but the culture mm. has been, you know, built and developed on the back of the people that they're now not that interested in having in the ground anymore. So it's you know you you, you know like to your point, Amy Kate, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, do yeah, you think?
2: Yeah. That I I understand that they should know who's in in the stadium. I, I don't have a problem with that. And I have a hard time with the way that, you know, there's these people out there that are selling our ticket. And it's not just us. It's, it's all sports that you we will just say yeah. the average oh. ticket is about 30 pounds. Okay. Or 40 pounds. We'll just go with yeah. that. And yet somebody like me, that if I didn't have access to my official Liverpool Sports club, and had to go, you know, over and get a ticket, and it's a couple hundred pounds, you know, mm. for a regular game is ridiculous because people are trying to yeah. make money off of it. And and when yeah. they're getting to be, you know, thousands of pounds, you know, when it's yeah. a championship, I get why the club wants to lock down on that, and I'm okay with that. Or, oh, hold on, I'm using somebody's dead dad's card. You know, yeah. that's not okay <laughs> either. So I get that they want to crack down on that, but it's not that hard that we should be able to transfer it to anybody we want you mm-hmm. just you know if you can't go hey do you want to go you trans- yeah. That'd transfer be... it. you you register yourself and they always know who's there it shouldn't matter about who who's um who has the ticket it's the fact that they know who or it doesn't matter who's going it's that they mm-hmm. have a record of who's going does that make sense like yeah. it's not that they don't need to make it that complicated or that difficult.
3: And the person the other, a ticket should decide then, because it's only one ticket. It's not like you can sell it to ten people,
2: right? And well, the other interesting thing, and it's a little bit different for official Liverpool supporters clubs, and um, you have to live in you know, you're supposed to live in that region and whatever. What they used to do before COVID in this new system, you had to. Show that you had a membership. You Mm -hmm. had to buy either a full or light membership. So you're spending um, about $65 um, just to have the opportunity to have a ticket. Not even guaranteeing that you're going to get it. And every person that's going had to purchase that. Anybody that wanted it. And then you had twice a year that you could put it in. The first half and the second half. So it wasn't like you could go in you know, the way everybody else does. And then if you were lucky enough to be awarded that and say, okay, here's your supporters club, here's your tickets. You had to prove that you were that and, you know, that you did, you basically had to prove all this stuff. Now they've done it so that you just send an email. It's much easier, but I don't have to prove that I have a membership. I don't have to prove who I am. 'Cause you just transfer an email and it? So it's actually gone backwards of all the protections they want, but they've chosen to um, do this. And and people less people are buying memberships because they've realized, oh, I don't have to do that anymore. You know, it's just the way they're doing things is just shocking. You know, and and yet we can only get I w- want to say about maybe 750 to 900 tickets per game. That's not even like. A couple percent of what, and and they're adding more official supporters clubs, so it's making our pool even smaller. And we're supposed to be important, but we're not. Like it's 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 really frustrating for all of the official branches that are just losing out. And they're you know people are just it's just frustrating the way things are being run. It's sad.
5: <laughs> no, I I get that I do. So, you know, we've, um, you know, we've covered a lot of ground, um, today, mostly about <laughs> how shit we are at the moment. <laughs> um, I'm going to try and think about how we end on a, on a positive note in terms of, you know, things can only get better. Um, you know, <laughs> we've got, uh, clearly we've got the FA Cup replay. We've got the Chelsea game. Um, and then, uh, I think we play Wolves again. I think, or or if we get through Wolves, we play Brighton in the next round of the FA Cup. Uh, (laughs) Let's not do that. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's just this is work on the premise that maybe maybe we're just having a really 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 bad January, and and hopefully you know when February gets here, things will be better. Um, Yeah, that would be nice. It would, it would, and the Champions League is also back in February, so we, we definitely with, yes, with Real Madrid.
2: Yes, yeah, really looking forward to that at the moment. Do, yeah. do we know at this point <laughs> systematically if if we are too far out for top four, or we're not automatic? Like we still have a chance to get top four, right? We have that to yeah. play for. Yes. Okay,
5: good.
3: Well ahead. is that is that the thing though? Do we need to get top top four to get into the Champions League or has that changed already?
5: We know oh. top four or we can win it.
2: Yeah, we
3: oh, win well, Champions
5: of course it, it's that
2: one. Win yeah. Champions League or we have to be in top four.
5: Yeah. Because if you uh, win you know, we still have to play Man City again, we still have to play Man United again, we still have to play Arsenal again. We obviously yeah. play Chelsea. So, we still hmm. first to play um, we've still got, um, Newcastle. Yeah, we've still got yeah. Newcastle to play again. <clears throat> uh, currently we've still got, you know, talk about people who are there, we've still got Fulham to play Yay! again. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's, that's at least, you know, 18 points, um, up for grabs that we could take away from teams around us. And I suppose the, the other thing to think about is, um, and to make us feel better on a, you know, a wintry January day is, at least we're not Evertonians. Oh, that's true. Right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> we <keep> that. <laughs> there are so much shit It's amazing. <laughs> no matter how but bad it's are going, It could
2: worse. be worse, yeah? Yeah.
5: It could be worse. It could be worse. I don't know, 2023 might turn out to be our year. Yeah.
2: Do,
3: do you yeah, think?
5: It's just not happened
3: yet. It's going to happen.
5: It's going to happen. So, on (laughs) that note, um, I'm going to say thank you for uh, joining me on this uh, bit of a uh, therapy session. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're laughing
2: still. That's good.
5: We are. We are still laughing. Um, (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for uh, listening to us get it off our chests. Hopefully, we might have made you feel a bit better as well. Hopefully, at least we haven't made you feel worse um and we will talk to you again very soon thanks everybody bye bye we hope you
4: enjoyed listening to this anfield index show please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically there's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show the best way to get in touch is over on our free discord community And it means the world to the people who create these free shows.
3: Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.